previously on Live at 605. To be honest with you, anytime you call me, it's usually not a good sign. <laughs> John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This Chilly is downtown. the first podcast of the year 2019. And this is could arguably be your favorite podcast to do per year. Oh, not even arguably. It is my favorite podcast to do Ooh. of the year. This is, even though it's 2019, January 1st, this is best of 2018. Boom. And the only list that matters. Yeah, you can go to like <laughs> Pitchfork or Rolling Stone or like any of these other places mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm sorry, but there's certain albums that like I have that we have on there that doesn't even make the top 50. Yeah. But it's also like, where are you going to get albums, movies, and TV shows? Some might say John and I set the tone for yeah. what you guys binge and listen to. And concerts. Hey, you got a new phone there. And a there. new text message. A new text on your brand new phone. Yeah. Do you want to tell everyone before? We, can't even, we won't even do a sponsorship this week because these episodes run so long. Yeah. But how many new tech things did we <laughs> set up in this apartment today? We set up one new iPhone. Yes. One new Apple Watch. We set another Apple Watch oh, yeah, to Apple, give us a Another part. Apple Watch. Why do I feel like there was more? No, because it's all the wristbands. We oh, have. yeah. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, this is my my favorite podcast here. Is this one of your favorites to do? It is. I actually, I really do like doing the cover art for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is interesting because I do feel like where 2018 definitely was an eventful year. We had a lot of other cool events going on. Music, as per usual, also dictated a lot of this year for mm-hmm. us. Um, I felt like we didn't do see a lot of movies no, this so that, year. That's not on the list that's this year. That's not on the list this year. Although I did make a small one so we can do it as like an intermingle, yeah. just like a quick bang. Sure. Um, but like best TV shows, a lot of great TV shows came out. Did you um, make like a top 10 list? Mm-hmm. So you left some shit off? Yeah. The hardest one for me to do was actually the TV. Ooh. Uh, there was two shows I left. One show that I felt really bad leaving off, mm-hmm. but I'll get to anyways. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this week, this year we're going to count down best TV, concert, albums, and songs of the year. So uh, why don't we jump into this thing? Like, I don't... Do you want to do a sponsorship or... No, I got to do a disclaimer. Ah, uh, the disclaimer. Well, how about first we give her the contact information. Yeah. So if you guys want to get in contact with us and check out some of the cool shit... We've been up to, obviously, we went out for New Year's. So you're going to want to check out that, too. Yeah, we uh, celebrated your birthday. Oh, saw, wait. Your well, birth- my Palooza birthday. Yeah, that will come next in the following yeah, weeks. You know we've Christmas done. holidays, potentially a road trip. Yeah. Um, all those great fun stories uh, you will hear about and see some great pictures. It's Val Gomez 23 on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. And if you go to Facebook right now, mm-hmm. facebook.com slash live605. I will post our full list as well, so you can mm-hmm. go there and read them on our WordPress. Mm-hmm. So that way you can like look up the stuff mm-hmm. as we talk about it, and then and you'll figure out if all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. Yes, if I got that. If you listened to last week's podcast, <laughs> the Bachelor Bachelorette story, <laughs> then you know that you had an issue with your tooth. And the only thing I asked for Chris Santa for Christmas was a new tooth. Well, we're recording this before Christmas, even though this is coming out in January. But, uh, yeah, tomorrow you'll know what you got for your birthday. And yeah, then... buddy. Okay, so. I love this podcast this time of year. Did you like all the Facebook memes I was making this week? Yeah, they're so fun. Yeah, okay. Well, let's get into this, and what's Which, the disclaimer? Uh, the disclaimer will be like. 
Are we just gonna record one right now? This is the disc- no. You have to use our disclaimer. I gotta make a disclaimer. The I gotta go find. Yeah. But I can't even use Final Cut anymore. I'm on Premiere nowadays. Warning: The following podcast contains spoilers of our favorite and not so favorite movies and TV shows of 2018. Viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> Good disclaimer. Well, before we even get into this. Uh, we'll talk about this more in the coming weeks, but we officially sent out our wedding invitations. Yeah, this maybe past my week. friggin' um, maybe my sponsorship will be the tardy people responding. But tardy people has been like four days. Is it four days? But so many people have told me they got it, they love yeah. it. So so classy. far, we only have ten people coming to our wedding, and four of them are family <laughs> and old. There's a, yeah, there's two young people <laughs> who have RSVP. Way to party with us, DJ Malik. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, let's get into this damn list already. What what category do you want to start with? That should be karma. What karma? We never respond to invites on time. You say we never do. I always do. You never do. There's always You're one... responding for us. It's not like I'm independently going Yeah, but I just you. take that over, and I'll just, like, get this shit going. We never did. You never did. I did. I don't like opening mail. I know. That's why I always <laughs> open your mail. So maybe I'm the karma. I create Karma's a, f- a bitch. I commit a federal offense every single day I open your mail. Yeah, you did wiretap me, too. I also set up a wiretap for you. <laughs> okay, so we want to start off with best concerts of the year. Yeah, we gotta go again because it's the best concerts of 2018. I'm gonna be so, spending my whole Christmas break making new stings for this wow. year. Okay. So, so, can I just ask one thing? For Go. best concerts of the year, because we went to a festival, a couple festivals, mm-hmm. you're not going to count, say, like, Innings Festival as the best. Did you break it up into, like, individual concerts? Correct. Kay. I did. And I also did for best TV shows, best concerts. Yeah. And, like, movies, even though movies won't be its own category, it'll just be, like, intermingled. Movies kind of won't even thing. be getting a sting from me. Yeah, it won't be. But what I did do is put a disappointing category. And okay. it's not ranked. It's just, like, call out. Sure. Okay. So, so you, go, you go first with your top Are we going 10 as the the best of the worst and then counting down to our number one? Like, no, number 10 is still real good. No, I know. But are we going, like, 10? Yeah. Okay, so we're not so you, starting with our best best. No, no. And okay. you, you go first, and then I'll do – well, we can take turns who goes first. Mm-hmm. But you get the, your top 10 first, and okay. then we'll see. Well, I'm going to go give one. How, we've done this for yeah, what five we usually, years. Yeah, what we usually do Why is, is you give framework? your full list. And no, then I, I don't. Yes, I give do. one, you give one. No, that's never how we've done it. I'm not going to give my whole list because then you're going to have redundancies. Yeah, I'll be like, no, what we'll do is if you say, like, number 10 is, let's just say, number 10 is The Killers. Yeah. And then I have Killers on my list. We'll talk about it, and then I'll ble- breeze through it when I get to it. I want to re-talk about it. I'll okay. agree that they're on my list. This sounds... That's how we did it. Horrible experience. Fine, we can go 10 for 10. <laughs> how about you... Let's just try You do your list, and then I'll do my list. Great. What's Why don't we just say where each of those ranked on our list? Because we clearly did all these concerts together. Yes, but anyway, you give your list, oh, and we'll boy. just see how this goes. Okay, this so is not like this is our fifth time doing this. <laughs> no wonder these are two hours long. So my top ten favorite concert of the year, number ten, comes in as The National slash Father John Misty, which I know okay. no, that, didn't that make, counts. I know didn't make your list, but I've been wanting to see The National for a while, and the tickets for that show are so expensive. But one of my favorite things to do um, is... When John and I don't really have plans for, like, a weekend, I like to spontaneously do something. I do remember you putting up a bit of a fight for this show 
and being a bit like, I don't want to go. I don't know what I want to do. Because <laughs> like, I'm Team Fleet Foxes. Yeah, you're Team Fleet Foxes. But John has also chooses when he wants to be like an 80-year-old man and was like, I don't want to go out. I wanted to go, I wanted to, go to the want... Carabana. We also, you know what we did that day? <laughs> no. That was our toughest boxing day ever. Don't mm-hmm. you? We did a podcast about this like 10 podcasts ago mm-hmm. where we were doing the um, – the medicine ball one. Yeah. And we walked all the way down to Fort York, yeah. did the medicine ball, mm-hmm. died, walked home, yeah. walked back to Fort York, spent six hours at this concert, <laughs> walked back to the ACC, a Taylor Swift concert broke out. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of things happening in the South Core. But one of the things, I had never been to a show at Fort York before. Me neither. And so for one thing, it was interesting to go there to see a show. I was also happy to get to see two bands you would normally pay like 200 bucks a pop for in one location. The one thing I will say about Fort York that could have made the experience a bit better is there if it had monitors. Yeah. Right? Other than that, I'm like, I love... I love the national in terms of like the music they put out. If I saw them again, I think I'd want to see them at like a Massey Hall or a Sony Center. Yeah. But overall, I love a good concert in the summer. I think it was our only real concert, outdoor summer concert we saw this year. Um, so yeah, that was my number 10. They didn't make my list. The funny thing is, I think my number one concert probably didn't even make your top 10 list. Probably. But uh, I liked them. They were fun. But the thing with that but that concert was I enjoyed a song in between, like through the speakers <laughs> oh, more. Yeah. And it was this song, Dire Straits, Water of Love. Oh, God. Okay. Anyways, what's number nine for you? So number nine for me, and it definitely... Yes. Would have ranked higher. Uh, was part of our innings festival experience. Okay. Um, for those listeners who don't know what innings festival is, um, just because um, it's a new concert series um, for Christmas last year, because John and I like buying each other experiences for Christmas or birthdays, ex- with the exception of this year. Yeah, <laughs> nothing big this year. Nothing big this year except our fucking wedding and my tooth. And yeah. so those are the two milestones. But last year, John and I actually almost bought each other tickets to see the Avid Brothers. Brothers. Yeah. Um, John was almost going to get me tickets in Red, Red Rock, Rocks, Colorado. And I got John tickets to see the Avid Brothers amongst Queens of the Stone Age and um, Young the Giant, Young the Giant and Crows, Chris Stapleton Chris Staple, were the headliners in Tempe, Arizona. And so the Innings Festival, which was kind of like made for John, was a combination of music and baseball. Yeah. And it was the first run. It was the inaugural Innings Festival concert series. And so I'm like, oh, this could be an amazing trip because we could go to the Grand Canyon and all these things. So <laughs> And also, did you research how far Tempe was from the Grand Canyon? Not at all. I never research these things. That's I what just, I do. I know. And it but I always, me out. No, I know. I never. I just Do you remember cool that things. time? You're like, okay, we're going to spend one overnight in the Grand Canyon. I want to go... So what was that place called? The <laughs> where we went to Horseshoe Bend. Yeah. Let's go to Horseshoe and Bend. Antelope Canyon. Let's go to Horseshoe Bend, Antelope Canyon. Then I wanted then to go to like Wichita yeah, Falls. Let's go to Wichita something. Falls, which is two hours away from that, and then it's also a two-hour walk from no, your car. No, it was car. like an eight-hour walk. Yeah, I'm like, okay, so we're doing this all in one day. Yeah. And I had to fight you to be like, no, we can only do two I was things. So sad. Just think about how dull your life would be without me. <laughs> We would never do anything on a Saturday. <laughs> Think about all the things you've been Keep able going. to see. So anyway, so Innings Festival is really cool. But through that came like three days worth of concerts we were able to see and different artists. Um, which you and I haven't really done any like concert series together for the uh, most part. I'm usually not a huge festival person because I don't like standing for that long. But yeah. this one was perfect. So, so number nine. I wonder if your nine is the same as my nine. My number nine is Head in the Heart. 
Oh, okay, they didn't make my list. Yeah, I didn't think so. so. I'm surprised they're that high for you. I thought they'd be lower because you were really excited to see them. No, I was. So, wait, you thought they would be higher. Yes, lower, high, lower so, on your list. Yeah. Um. So, I put Head in the Heart, and it could it could be hit or miss, but we did miss half of that show. We That's missed true. the opening part, and I didn't know how much I liked the band till like, really close up until that show. And so I wish we saw them again. We were also kind of far back, and we had to make it to the other stage yeah. to see the main act. I think, I think it was, was Avid like, Brothers. Avid Brothers. So we equally missed the first part, and we were kind of like teetering on the end of the like, their final song. They're still um, good, though. They were great. And if you guys don't know the story with Head in the Heart, their lead singer, was, who was basically out of commission for this whole past year because he was in like rehab, um, one of their um, harmony lead singers, like the accompaniment, he ended up having to do all of the lead singing. And him and the girl in the band, their harmonies are outstanding together. Mm-hmm. Um, so their last album's really great. Uh, so that was number nine on my list. Okay. Number nine on my list is also Innings Festival. Oh. But I'll leave it there. Why don't we just go ten, like... No, I, li- I like hearing yours, and then if there's any repeats. Like, oh, I like okay. I like you have a good flow. Okay. So number eight on my list um, is Queens of the Stone Age at oh. Innings Festival. I'll, I'll say this. They are number seven on my Ooh. list. So Okay. So Queens of the Stone Age are one of those bands. You said this was your favorite, like, their album. What is it called? Oh, my all-time favorite album is Lullabies to Paralyze by Queens of the Stone Age. which is so good. And so, like, you will remember that from great um, Dave Grohl as drumming on No One Knows, etc. What's the name? That's name, Josh? Josh Homie. Homie. Was it Josh Homie? Yeah. We had this debate on the car ride home one day. Yeah. No, they they have my all-time favorite album, and they're just, like, you know, rock music's last of a dying breed, like... Mm -hmm. There's not real any like no. rock and roll, this but is, this is like straight rock. Yeah, and I was definitely really excited for them. Yeah. Uh, again, they're number seven on my list. I'll just say it because it's close to your ears. Mm-hmm. It's number eight. I thought they were awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I was maybe expecting more from them because they're like a really big legit band. I yeah. don't know if I thought they would be. It would impact me more hearing certain songs, but when they played the songs I love, like No One Knows, mm-hmm. fell in love with that. I think the reason they weren't lower on my list mm-hmm. is because they didn't play as many songs higher <laughs> higher but lower down on the list yeah the reason why they're not number one or two is because i wanted them to play more from lullabies to paralyze yeah. i think they only played one song so this is okay so i have something so because we did the best of i made a category called disappointing Ooh. and so as a summary thing for disappointing things of the year in terms of music tv and albums, one of the things for concerts I put, concerts that end far too early. Ooh, so we had a couple of those. We had a couple of those. Queens of the Stone Age was one of them. Mm-hmm. They ended early, did not do an encore. No, that's true. Right? So if they had, like, let's say two hours to play, they only played, like, an hour and a half. Yeah, so that's true. They did cut it short. They did cut it short, and their catalog is so huge. Yeah, they have, like, eight albums. But one could argue that the audience mm-hmm. for... Queens of the Stone Age mm-hmm. wasn't the right audience. No, that's Avid fair. Brothers and yeah. Chris Stapleton yes. make sense to me together. That's fair. Um, Queens of the Stone Age maybe need and warrant a different crowd. Sure. Whereas, you know, me and you obviously can go Avid Brothers and Queens yeah, of the Stone Age, but how sure. many people like us are there? Yeah, not many. Right? Not many. So, okay. okay. So that was my number eight. eight. Yep. Next concert, so number seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, we recently just saw last week. Oh, like two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Hearts. Hearts is on my list. 
So Hearts is a great indie rock band. They're from Germany, but they live in oh, Brooklyn. Sorry, I will say this: Hearts is number eight on my list. We flip flopped. We flip flopped. So okay. they're number se- wait, they're number seven for yeah. you, right? So they're num- Queens of the Stone Age was seven for me. Hearts was eight. Yeah. And again, I think Hearts would have been like f- I could see them four or five, mm-hmm. but it was so recent. I'm like, is this totally. just bias? Why I like them so mm-hmm. much? So I'm like. Realistically, they were great. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're about a seven or an eight. That's where they should totally. be on our list. So I agree. So one of the things I love about this band, and we've never seen them live before, no. is that you never know when you get – one, we saw them at the Drake Underground, which holds maybe like 200 yeah, people. Yeah, I was going to say probably 200 day. max. Um, and so <laughs> – You were at that concert. You're like, is this what our wedding's going to look like? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How many people are here? There's only like 70. I'm like, well, there's only 10 confirmed coming to our wedding. Yeah. So. <laughs> Way to be DJ Malik. <laughs> so um, what should you call it? The cool thing about Hearts is you never know what somebody's voice is going to be like. I also mm. didn't know a lot about the man before we saw them. And so in my yeah, head, I, I think thought I, it was like three girls, like no, a Haim or a Portman. I, I definitely knew more about the band because as you'll see on the top albums list, their new album is pretty highly ranked for me. Yeah. But I've known them for a while. I know that it's a guy and a girl out of mm. the two main people. So so they kind of sound like Fleetwood Mac-esque, even though they don't claim Fleetwood Mac to be their, like, um, whatchamacallit, inspiration. Mm-hmm. But the girl, the main girl christina or whatever her name is her voice is outstanding and i didn't know her name was christina because i researched about the man as soon oh. as i got home how do you think i knew they were from germany <laughs> so fair then, enough um so anyway so their new album new compassion is definitely amazing and mm. on my best albums list as well okay um but what i love about them it's technically two people but they have like a sit-in drummer and a sit-in bass player but it's all guys who do the harmonies. So if you listen to the album, it's really, really crisp and clean. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of weirdly orchestral some at some points, but it just sounds like identical. If you get a chance to see them live, it sounds like the album, which That's is fair. really cool. And they did a really great unplug session, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Definitely. Um, so we've always had great experiences at Drake Underground. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number six. Yeah, I'm curious what number six is. Wait, I think I put too many on my list now. <laughs> <laughs> Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, I did. Okay. Okay. So, uh, okay, wait. I can do this one as a uh, five-six split. Okay. So I'll, I'll say like this is number six, but it really should be number. I was five. in a two-three split. No, I was in a three-four split. Oh, no, I was boy. in a one-two split. Okay, so this one will be my double whammy. Okay. Well, you already did one double whammy. Which one? Number ten was Father John Misty and the National. <laughs> You've done like thirteen. Oh bands. boy. Okay. okay. Keep going. So split. <laughs> Number five oh. or number six, depending on which hemisphere you're in, will be Childish Gambino. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we saw that. Um, some may say this is John's favorite rap artist, writer, producer. Favorite person. Favorite person. Yeah. Um, He's on Glover. my list of concerts. I won't say where. I'll keep that for later. So I definitely love this concert. It was unexpected. You've played me and given yeah. me a bunch of Childish Gambino. But you're not a huge fan not of Not a huge fan. But you can respect. You can like. You like certain songs. Yeah. You always like the worst guys. And totally. You liked his last album. Go home, Roger. Yeah. Um, and so what I think is he, he definitely put on an amazing show at the ACC. Mm-hmm. Um. What I love was that he came into the audience and he was like yeah, one, one section, section over from us, sure. which was crazy cool. Um, so that was awesome. I thought his voice and his dancing were on point mm-hmm. the whole time. But again, why is yeah. it a disappointing concert it's list? The, Concerts that end too fast or too early. The reason why he's, again, not maybe... Oh, this one's tough. Number one and two, I've known who they are 
for the whole year. Mm-hmm. But Childish Gambino could have been three, mm-hmm. but he's not three on my list. So because of this very reason, he ended too early. He ended too early, and so when you have a catalog that that's yeah, he's got a big catalog, right? He only played for again, like if you have two hours in the ACC, he played maybe an yeah. hour and twenty. But it's also like if you're playing the Drake Underground for an hour twenty and you spent twenty five bucks, sure. But if you're going to the ACC and spending upwards of one hundred and fifty bucks. Thank you. Like, then that's a little shitty. That was a little shitty. So he only made number five. But okay. 10 out of 10 in terms sure. of, like, yeah, performance perform. and, like, everything. I agree with that. Um, Even, like, the stage show mm, in itself really with cool. the imagery was really great. So Slash okay. will be Young the Giant, but in Arizona. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the reason being. Did they're, they're, to, to be honest, they're on my list. Arizona, but their Toronto show would not have made no, my list. so they're on my disappointment okay. thing. Okay. So, Young the Giant in Arizona yeah. was one of those moments where you're like, oh my gosh, you just feel like you're in a music video because everyone's jumping. The yeah. stage presence was so good. Um, and just like the night was so great, like Innings Festival, again, was in Tempe, Arizona. You're on the river. Mm-hmm. There's like 20,000 people just jumping around it's, for their it's music. It's March and you're in shorts and a t-shirt at night. Like, yeah. It's kind of it, nice. It's fucking awesome. And so like... What I love about this is I tried to introduce John to Young the Giant. There to me, the, the, I know their song My Body, and to me that was just like a generic pop song. That I'm like, oh, whatever. Whatever. It's whatever. Fun. And so then so I think they were performing right before Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. And I was like, uh, let's just get this over with. And then we went there and... Um, so wait, what number were they on your list? Uh, yeah, I'll just say it. they're number two on my list. Whoa! <laughs> and you know what, I'm, what I want to do is... Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me pause. So uh, I, I wanted to pull up their set list because to me, again, like I knew my body. I wasn't excited to see them. I kind of just want to get it over with to get to Queens of the Stone Age. And I was looking at their set list. And I'm like, okay, I guarantee you their first song of the night blew me away. And I'm like, it's called Jungle Youth. I'm like, I've never heard of this song in my life. <laughs> so I think what happened was the first song came on and I was like, whatever. Yeah. But then the second song was Mr. Know-It-All. Oh, which I know you like off their new album. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is this is pretty good. Yeah. Which led into Mind Over Matter, which Ooh. I'm like, okay, this is two good songs. Again, I've never heard, I've only ever heard their Mr. Know-It, or sorry, I've only heard My Body. Mm-hmm. And I kind of knew Cough Syrup. Mm-hmm. So I'm, from that, this is the song that got me into it. I'm like, fuck, now nah, I think I love this band. <laughs> the fourth song of the night was America. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I was like. In America. In America. Listening to America. It was the drummer. For whatever reason, I was like captivated by him because he was singing that song as well. Oh, okay. But the song was just like, didn't sound like what I expected the band to sound like. Yeah. When I thought they were just generic pop rock. But mm-hmm. I'm like, no, these guys are like experimental, cool. And they played like all, like, because it was a festival, they played uh, Something to Believe in, Titus Was Born, Nothing's Over, Cough Syrup, Silver Tongue. And then when My Body, obviously, was their last song, and it kicked ass, obviously. Yeah, it was so super hyped up. But it was just one of those concerts where I'm like, fuck, I don't want this to end, because every song was a song I discovered. Yeah, and so that's what happens when you don't listen to me eight years ago when I introduced this <laughs> album to you. Um, but what I will say is that their stage presence was awesome. Um, his family is actually partly from Toronto, which was great. You never told me that. Um, he actually told you that <laughs> at Rebel when he's like, half my family's here. They live in Toronto. I thought you said like a friend lives in Toronto. No, half the side of Rebel was his family in the, like, in the bar area. Yeah. Um, and so, which was really cool. But the one thing after each show we saw, I would go back to our hotel and like research about the man. So he was actually not their lead singer before. So he came on like 
earlier in the game, but not on their first album. And so he was actually studying to become like a doctor, oh, right? Wow. And so it's pretty cool. So kids everywhere, you can be a doctor and have yeah. a huge med background and like kick ass on stage. Like so he was freaking out. Don't go to school. Don't go to school. They guys. use unbelievable stage presence yeah. wise. Uh, I just thought everyone was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the lead singer was just like... He's awesome. Captivating, I guess is the word you could say. He's kind of like a, a Brandon Flowers captivating to some degree. More energetic, mm-hmm. but like the stage presence of a Vegas performer. Mm-hmm. So the reason why I put disappointing, though... No, it's on my list, too, so for disappointing. we were so excited... I know. Like, John, as soon as we got back from Minnie, he's like, Young the Giant, guys. We're only going to listen to Young the Giant. <laughs> I listen right? to them for like Mirror, Mirror months. comes out, we're going to be like, we're listening Master to Master Mirror, Mirror, not Mirror, Mirror. Are you sure? Yeah, it's Master. It's not Mirror, Mirror. I think it's Mirror, Mirror. It's Master Mirror. Oh, okay. What do I get if I'm right? Nothing. Nothing? No compromise. No compromise. Well, you don't ever, any of the rules I set, you never listen to them anyways. <laughs> it is called Mirror Master, so we're both wrong. <laughs> Well, Mirror Mirror sounds better. So, anyway, um, what you gonna call it? So, so disappointing. You were so excited about this, and then you saw that they were coming back in October. <laughs> yeah. Right or November? I can't remember. November. Uh, November, because you had just tooth. knocked your tooth out. <laughs> so, <laughs> could this contribute disappointing because you maybe had no tooth at the time? Yeah, I may have looked more like a fucking drug addict at it, but okay, so. You know when you put too much up, like too much was at stake for this show, yeah, I think, too. for sure. So Rebel Nightclub was previously, Sucks. it's the worst. It was previously Sound Academy, which was previously the docks. And we go there for booby ball. We obviously gave. I thought you were going to say we go there for boobies. I'm like. No. Well, you might. <laughs> I don't. And so anyway, um, we ended up seeing John really wanted to see Young the Giant again. And I was like, obviously. I also I'm- debated for like. Two months, like, should I get tickets or should I not get tickets? Of course you could. All you could talk about was Young the Giant. I know, but I'm like, oh, it's a rebel. We had just seen them. Is it going to live up? Then I was like, oh, fuck it. Let's just do it. So we end up going uh, to Rebel, Toothless and all. Yeah, I think you can listen to like two podcasts ago. Yeah. Or no, sorry, last week's episode where you knocked your tooth out. We kind of talked about why it was disappointing. Yeah. So I think the one thing with Rebel is that it doesn't have good acoustics at all. Um, the crowd was like hit or miss. It was, well, it was like all the, ages. It was all ages. And all the ages like, sucked. All the ages except for our generation sucked. There were yeah. like people there who just like never had been to a show or outside before. So yeah, they were people like never been 20. outside of like Oakville, yeah. Mississauga, Scarborough. And then there was like mid 40 year olds who were like, again, never been yeah, outside those... probably since they were 20. Yeah. And then literally had a family and never went out again. So they were like, all of them were just making out and not paying attention to the music. Yeah, it's then, to throw that just a, just a hair closer to you. But then Thank there you. was also like these bros behind us. Remember? Yeah. And they were like, Yeah, I hated everyone. Though. Everybody just sucked. So it was okay. So whatever. Yeah. Okay. So number four. Yes. Wait, did I add another one? <laughs> did you write numbers Four, next to these? Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Well, this is going swimmingly. Okay, so number four or five, depending on who you ask, <laughs> yes. is Counting Crows. Ooh. I have waited 16 years to see Adam Duritz perform. I have been dimed out of two concerts yeah. with my brothers to see Counting Crows, and I finally got to see them as part of the Innings Festival. Yeah, they were really good. So I was so excited. As soon as like I heard around here, long December, I remember standing beside some dude, and he was like a larger guy, but he knew like every song and every lyric, and like all this stuff played off of Hard Candy, which is like one of those albums that people like either loved or hated. Mm. It was right after coming up in August, and so 
I was just so excited to see that. And so, like, I don't know. It was just, like, one of those moments where I'm like, <gasps> For sure. Crows. They didn't play Sullivan Street, but I'll take uh, it. I know. <laughs> they did not make my list, but they were very good. I know they wouldn't. Oh, I liked them a lot, though. I have nothing to say bad about them. Um. Okay, so then the next one on my list, number four. I thought that was four. Yeah, number next four. All right. Will end up being the second number four will be The Killers, Ooh. the first concert of the year. Killers I, are number 10 on my list. Ooh, okay. So Killers for me, one, because I think I like Killers more than you. And yeah, I've also yeah. never seen them before, which you've had. The one reason why they weren't higher on my list, I thought they put on an amazing show, was because I had bought shitty seats and we couldn't quite see the stage as well. Yeah. But they made me fall in love, kind of like Young the Giant, where it's like all these songs I didn't know that I loved. And I was into The Killers for like a good two months. But there was that one new slower song we liked that yeah, we listen to all the really time good. now. I can't remember what it's called. Me neither. Um, but it's off one of their like the newer, newer album. albums with the man on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were awesome. I thought, and again, I thought Brandon Flowers, I thought would be like, this douchey like wouldn't put much into the show but i'm like no he was unbelievable he live. was really great i thought they were great um i think didn't somebody get to come on stage with them too i think so I yeah think so um but that show again was really great it was our first show of 2018 i got that for your christmas or yeah, birthday gift my yeah birthday gift because bones was on the fridge oh yeah that's right um so that was number four okay so now we're getting you back into the top three I thought that was number three <laughs> Yeah, depending on which hemisphere. Go to the Facebook page to see where this actually is on the list. (laughs) Okay. So number three on my best concerts of 2018, Mm -hmm. St. Lucia. We're in sync. Number three on my list as well, St. Lucia. Okay, so we saw St. Lucia again a week after I broke my face. Like the day after Young the Giant. Yes. Literally. Um, And so the day I got my tooth retainer. Yeah. (laughs) All these great things happened that day, guys. Um, What should you call it? So it was John, myself... Tesla, Sean, and MC, mm-hmm. a show at the Danforth, mm-hmm. which is also two days before somebody got stabbed at, at the a Jaw Rule. Oh, I was like, Jaw ja Rule. Rule. Yeah, because people are beefing with Jaw Rule now. <laughs> um, but St. Lucia, we hadn't seen them for like two years. Two years, yeah. And so we've never seen them at the Danforth. Their no. new album, Hyperion. Hyperion, yeah, that's it. Um, that one was like, is so good. Oh, right? I love the album. It's definitely on my best albums of the year. Um, So great. But like their energy, oh, if you guys so don't much listen fun. to St. Lucia, you should. I know. It makes me wish that we went to go see them in the States because our cows were opening for St. Lucia. But yeah, everything about them, like, we've seen them, what, four times? Yeah. None of their shows feel like repeat shows. Never. Like, I love the darkness, but their shows are pretty much similar. Like, they open and close. That's the same the as, same. like, Fits in the Tantrums. So, exactly. But St. Lucia, their shows are never the same. Like, obviously, they'll play newer songs, this mm-hmm. or that. But I thought uh, every show we've seen with them has been better. And it's been such, like, unique experiences seeing them from sweaty small clubs to, like, the Danforth. So I thought, again, they were unbelievable live, great energy. It was a Friday night, which mm-hmm. helped. Uh, helped that you had a tooth, although yeah. <laughs> your tooth was very uncomfortable that day, which maybe sucked for you. Yeah. Obviously, you couldn't eat a burger. Couldn't but, eat anything or drink anything. But if St. Lucia's coming to a town near you, you have to go yeah. see them. It's basically like a giant dance party, but yeah. their sound is just so full. For sure. Um, And his voice is outstanding. The lead singer and the lead female singer are yeah, married. Yeah, his wife, yeah. Um, they just had a kid and yeah. like... You, they just feel like somebody you'd want to be friends oh, with. Oh, yeah. I feel right? like they'd like, be cool people. They'd be cool life. people. They're like Max from the Arkells. You exactly. just want to hang out with them. Yeah. Um, so that's okay, three. So that's number three. I, I'm going to... Hmm. I'm trying to think what your... No- okay. I think I know what your number one is. But I'm wondering number two. Okay. I think I know what your no, number I two... No, I think you think I have it, but it could be reversed. Okay. Can I say what I think your number two is? Yeah. Is it Kendrick Lamar? It is. There you oh, go. Oh, man. 
Okay, so number two is Kendrick. Obviously, Kung Fu Kenny, King Kunta himself, <laughs> is number two. Can I tell you where K- Kendrick ended up on my list? Well. Number six. What? Only because the the trend of ending shows early. That is That's fair. the biggest knock against them. So what was that festival called? Uh, the Championship Tour. Yeah. Because it had everyone from the TDE roster, except for SZA, which also... Oh, yeah. Again, you pay all this Oof. money to see Schoolboy Q, Kendrick, and SZA. There's no SZA. There's no extra person. They should have hi- They should have they brought, brought someone else. along. So I, that was the rumor. Didn't we all think it was gonna, they were going to bring Drake or something? Or The weekend. The or weekend. Something. That's yeah. who it was. So I loved Kendrick. Again, like when we saw him like nine months before that, it was a great show, but we had kind of shitty seats. This one, we had perfect seats in front of the soundboard, right? Mm-hmm. I thought he was awesome, but again, I don't think he did an encore. No. So, so again, that was the only thing that kind of knocked it for me. Yeah. So I think for me, it was like, obviously, but I'll still unbelievable. Band. Yeah, 100%. And Black Panther just came out, mm-hmm. right? He didn't even do the main song from Black Panther. Oh, I know. So, like, that yeah. was really interesting. But still, like, he was unbelievable. Like, oh, no. The minute the yeah. first, like, note of yeah. DNA dropped, I was oh, just like, went, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I got so hyped. When Triple X comes on or, like, oh my Humble. God. Like, it was outstanding. I'll see him every time he comes 100% here. we will. And he's just such, like, a good person, right? Yeah. <laughs> just, like, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he yeah. Might, he's definitely on my top five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't mention that last week. No. <laughs> so I guarantee you, unless you want to say more about Wait. that. Hold on. He's also on my disappointing because yeah. it was concerts that end too fast. Yeah. Because his catalog is so big. He only played for an hour and 15 minutes. I know. That was the sh- And I'm like, there's no SZA, so play like an hour or 40. That was the thing. They started the show late, which was yeah. like, okay, so that's... I just so, wanted yeah. to summarize. So, like, the thing that pissed me off between Kendrick and Childish Gambino mm-hmm. was now I'm like, are you too good to be performing where you think you're above this? Right. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, so I'm just like... For Childish Gambino, I do think there's a smugness about Dan- Donald Glover. Like Seth Meyers? Yes. Yeah. Well, now you think that about yes. Seth Meyers, right? Donald Glover, to me, is like, oh, I'm so above everybody now. I'm like in this, like, yeah, elitist, like, what is that thing that uh, Tracy Morgan won? An EGON? An EGOT. Yeah, an EGOT. Yeah. I feel like Donald Glover's like, oh, I'm an EGOT sure. recipient. I That's can't do that. That's an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony Award. Right. I don't even know if he has a Tony Award. No, he Or does an not. Oscar. But no. I'm sure he feels like he's of he, that caliber. Yeah. To me, Kendrick Lamar shouldn't feel like that. He's like the everyone's person. Yeah. Right? For but sure. But I think the fucking Grammys, like, and not getting recognized for damn. Yeah, right? but now Black Panther's nominated for al- Album of the Year. I know. Like, this kind of shit just pisses me off. So I feel like because he got so pissed off, yeah. he pissed everyone else off. Sure. So that's where I feel like concerts that disappoint Okay. So he was number six. Mm-hmm. He was number two. I guarantee you my number five concert of the year is your number one concert Obviously. of the year. So let's say <laughs> it on the count of three. One, two, three. three. Avid Brothers. How is Avid Brothers number five for you? Because when you hear my list. Oh, boy. Again, Avid Brothers were unbelievable. Yeah. I love them. I have nothing bad to say. They're so good live. Like, they're every bit as good as the first time we saw them. The only other time we saw them. Yeah. So, okay. Avid Brothers, for you guys who don't know, are two brothers. Yeah. The Avid Brothers. Seth Avid and... Let's just say the Benji. other brother one, the, lo- the shorter one. Yeah, the one um, not married. The to. one not married to Deborah from Dexter. Um, and so their voices are crazy good. Yeah, but they're like rock, country, indie, yeah. folk kind of style. Um, there's four of them in the band, 
and they came with like two guns a blazing like as if they were like right from arizona like the crowd went crazy at innings they were headlining day two yeah and so the show was outstanding yeah of course everything about it was just like the stars aligned yeah. even like songs we hadn't heard in like that, since the only other show we saw at the Danforth yeah was were so great when we heard die i was like oh, oh yeah that's so, that was right? the song you were waiting yeah for. and then like i am loving you oh mm-hmm. my god like just so exciting so like everything about that experience was just perfect to me mm. they played longer mm-hmm. than anticipated they're so approachable Definitely. and so like graceful and respectful on stage which is something that is like the complete opposite of disappointing to me. Yeah. Um, so I thought that they were like 10 out of 10, 20 out of 10. For sure. I would definitely, much like Kung Fu, St. Lucia, yeah. et cetera, I would see them again and again. Oh, 100%. Right? So I'll give you my list quickly, and then I'll show you why they're not number one for okay, me. go. So number 10 was The Killers. Talked about it. I liked them, all that. Mm-hmm. Number nine, which you didn't put on from Innings Festival, this is my head in the heart, was the Decemberist. Oh. We liked the Decemberist a lot. The I thought, girl in the band freaked me out. <laughs> I thought they would maybe be like a boring band where yeah. it's like because they play softer stuff. But they played their new album, which I hadn't listened to. And it's more like electronic. Yeah. You and only listen to them because of that Crane song in the Zach Braff movie. Yeah. But I, no, I love the Decemberist, though. <laughs> Why is your thing? I don't know. It's like Frankie's moving it. So they're number nine. Eight was Hearts. Yeah. Because all the reasons. Seven was Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. Six was Kendrick. Yeah. Five was Avit. Yeah. Four was Childish Gambino because I'd never seen him before. And as you said earlier, he is like my biggest, Mm -hmm. I'm his biggest fan. He's my favorite person, whatever. Mm -hmm. So when Avit came out, I was super happy. But when Childish Gambino, Gambino came out, I had a huge smile on my face, Aww. and I don't usually smile or laugh genuinely. Genuinely, so like when he John came out, John is a serial killer on the side, guys. When he came out and he was performing a new song, I just had this huge smile on my Aww. face. So that's the reason why he's not. You never told me how much those tickets were in the end. That doesn't matter how much they were. Were they more or less than how much you paid to go on a date with me to Elton John? And they were less than that. Done. That's all. Wait, I total. Know. Yeah. T- me buying two tickets were still less than one ticket to Elton John. <laughs> Number three was St. Lucia. Okay. Again, St. Lucia beats Childish Gambino because it was an overall better performance. Mm-hmm. Number two was Young the Giant because it changed my life, much mm-hmm. like a Zach Braff movie. <laughs> and number one, do you know what my number one concert of the yes, year was? Yes, I do. On, On three. three. One, one, two, three. three. Eagles, Eagles of, of Death, Death Metal. Metal. <laughs> I, would, I like Eagles of Death Metal quite a bit. I obviously love Boot. Not Bootsy Collins. <laughs> Boots Electric. Yeah, which and is his. Bootsy Collins. Bootsy Collins is on my top 10 songs, though. Oh, God. I just love the band. Mm-hmm. And when we went there, I was super excited to see them, but mm-hmm. I thought they would just be, like, good. Yeah. They blew, like, they yeah, melted they my awesome. dick. They blew the Ew. blew my ass away. Just because they're such, like, fun rock and roll music, and they're having so much fun. And their backstory of, like, that tragic night in Paris where, like, Oh, people yeah. shot up their was show. Was that the same year? No, it was like a few years prior to that. But like they had played songs I'd never heard. I think it was of. only last year, wasn't it? No, actually, it was three years ago. Really? 2015. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's just like his stage presence. Josh mm-hmm. Homme came out and played drums. Mm-hmm. It was just like it just hit me in all the right ways. And Do I you just think again, if they ever come back, I gotta go see them. Okay. Had you seen them before? Nope, never. Never seen them. I feel like that is a band that you and Dan would go see. Oh, 100%. Him and I used to listen to it. So like, did they not tour a lot? They, 
I don't think they've come to Toronto, to be honest with you. Or if they have, I feel like what they do is they open for bands. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they've ever done a headlining tour or like when they would have headlined here in Toronto. Are you looking that up? Yeah. Eagles of Death Metal in Toronto? 2015. Really? Attacks, yeah. Okay, that's Paris. You're yeah. right. <laughs> Anyways, they were just, I couldn't believe how much fun they were. And there's like, I just remember being in the fields at night, watching airplanes flying over top of us. Like mm-hmm. we were really close to the stage. The crowd was awesome. So that's why like mm-hmm. number one out or concert mm-hmm. of the year. So should we move on? No, wait, I got to do my final roundup on concerts. Okay, sure. So obviously Innings Festival in its entirety was like the number one festival, I think, of my life. Yeah. Right? And we have obviously done like other things like Edge Fest, like separately, not together, but like Starstock, Edge Fest, like whatever the hell, like Virgin Tour, like all mm. those kinds of things. Um, but what I did say was best concert of 2018 was Innings Festival. Yeah, of course. Disappointing festival of 2018, yeah. Innings Festival for 2019. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, for sure. So we were so excited to have this happen because the know. second Innings Festival is actually right after the wedding. The weekend after. And so we're like, oh, my God, this would be such an amazing thing to go to again yeah. as, like, our new, like, tradition. Mm. Sean and Tesla were obviously equally, like, they were going to surprise us in Arizona because yeah. they had a really bad experience on their vacation. And so they're like, oh, we were going to come see you guys. And I was like, you should have. We had like an eight bedroom. Yeah, house. I know. We had so much room. Um, we had so much room. And so then we all said like the four of us would go see this festival this year if the lineup was as good. Unfortunately, one, they cut down it from three days to, to two, two days, which is fine. Yeah. But the headliners were not as good. It's like Cheryl Crow. Yeah, I know. Um, and then uh, Eddie Vedder. Eddie which Ve- I'm like, Eddie Vedder's yeah. like chill, but I don't want to see Eddie Vedder. You want to see him play ukulele. And then there's like Incubus where it's like. Yeah, it just overall the lineup was like thirty percent awesome of what last year's was. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. Oh, I forgot about what the fuck is it? Who? Till I hear Gin Blossoms also played. <laughs> right. I was like, wait, which band was from Arizona? Okay, oh, right. So, so those were our best concerts of 2018. Yeah, we gotta go again because the best concerts. What um which category do you want to do next? Do you want to do TV shows? Let's do TV shows. Why don't you do your list and I'll tell you where it ranks on mine. Okay, this is the best TV shows of 2018. Yes, Queen, that's the best TV of 2018. Sock it to me, baby. I felt really bad. There's three shows that I couldn't fit onto my list. Well, TV this year also was like hard to come by. Like I, I will say, like there's there's on my disappointing. There's a fair bit of stuff. But, like, there was some really great scripted stuff. Amazon obviously came yeah. out of the gate with some new series. Sure. Nine, or what you're going to call it? Netflix obviously yeah. had some stuff. And then, like, mainstream network TV had so, some cool So things. here are the three shows that were on my list that didn't make it. So the first show to go that was on my list was Last Week Tonight. Oh. It was on there, but I kicked it off. Okay, so that's my number five. Okay. Number 10 for the longest time was 911. What? my number six okay that one's gone i'll do my list this one was i didn't want to get rid of this one i literally today knocked it off my list jersey shore family vacation that's my number one (laughs) it's your number one (laughs) that's because that fucking recap thing made you kick it off all right well so here's what number 10 was for me waco oh i forgot waco (laughs) see would you get rid of one of those shows now like would you get rid of your number 10 i'd probably get rid of well you can redo I can your get list. Rid of, you can cross No, down. I'll get rid of number. I'll get rid of nine one one. But then everything ripple effects. Okay. So number ten for me was Waco. One of those shows. Uh, what is Waco, John? Uh, David Koresh, 
Uh, it's about uh, the cult he created in the 80s and 90s, starring Tim Riggins from Friday Night Lights and Michael Shannon and Spaghetti Face from True Detective. <laughs> And just to show fact, that, we don't know the names of any real actors. I said Michael Shannon. Oh, I thought that was his name. That's his name in real life. In National Plampoons. what is it? No, in uh, Natural Instincts or whatever. He's not a natural. He's thinking Basic Instincts no, or Natural Born movie. Killers. No, uh, Nocturnal Animals. Nocturnal Animals. So I just loved it. I wish it was a bit longer. I think it was like six episodes, yeah. but it also had Macaulay Culkin's brother and the chick from The mm-hmm. American. Yeah. So highly entertaining show. Okay. That was number 10. Number nine was, this was like number two on my list last year, mm-hmm. Better Call Saul. Ooh. Very solid show. Number four for me. Very solid season. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. I like how they actually showed a new scene from the Breaking Bad era. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I don't know what I want from it. I still, I love the show. I think as we go though, yeah, that's number nine for me. Number eight mm-hmm. is The Assassination of Gianni Versace. Number seven for Ooh. me. I thought... Uh, one of my favorite performer performances of the year was Andrew Cunanan's mm-hmm. performance, whoever that actor is. <laughs> Andrew Cunanan is the murderer <laughs> in Versace. I thought it was just so well done. And it's one of those shows that, you know, when we watched OJ, well, he didn't know much about the OJ trial. But, I know. But it's I, like, is he in jail <laughs> still? <laughs> I didn't know anything about Versace's murders or Andrew mm-hmm. Cunanan. And you just, the more you learn about, I just thought his performance was so good. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, did he win the award for yep. it? Yeah, which is good. Yeah, I mean, Ricky Martin was fine. Penelope yeah. Cruz was fine. The guy who played Versace was awesome. Yeah. I don't know why they got the most Spanish people to play Italian. I know. Yeah, it's like, true. Like, this is where I'm like, come on, world. Yeah. But I thought Versace was awesome. Mm-hmm. Number seven on my list, I thought it would be high, like lower, whatever. I thought it'd be like three or four, mm-hmm. was Homecoming. Okay, that was number eight for me. I liked it a lot. I thought the guy... So, wait. Homecoming is stars Julia Roberts. Yeah. And it's about... And some about, guy from Scarborough. And some guy from Scarborough. But it's about um, basically this, like, Medicare facility that's supposed to rehabilitate soldiers, soldiers coming who come back, back from, from war, war. To send them back to war. Well, they think they're getting rehabilitated. But then the plan in the end is that the government agency wants to erase their minds so that they go back mm-hmm. and fight in Why war. Why didn't it get higher on your list? Uh, but, 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 because you'll see the shows that are on there, like, you'll just, you'll, once I get to them, you'll see why. Like, I thought it was great. I don't like Julia Roberts. I thought she was really good. Mm-hmm. Who was the main guy? Walter? Yeah. He's from Scarborough. Yeah. He's, re- I think he's one of those guys, he's like a breakout actor to me. Totally. But I think he's going to be a big star. So that was seven. Mm-hmm. Number six on my list mm-hmm. uh, is Maniac. Which is no- number nine on my list. Fair enough. I, I definitely knew you didn't like it as much as me. So the, Okay, so Maniac was with, what's his Jonah face? Hill and Emma Stone. Absolutely. I Okay, so there's certain things about series where I'm like, if I have to research what happened yeah. after the series, and it's not in a compelling way, like sure. Mr. Robot, yeah. because I don't understand what the hell is happening, or it's like too quirky... Yeah, then I'm like, okay, I don't like it. That's what was my problem with Maniac. But I did love what's his face, Justin Justin Thoreau. Yeah, he was awesome. And Sally Field, I thought were awesome. Yeah, I hated Emma Stone in it. (laughs) You know, you're still just mad that she won an Oscar. Of course, yeah. This is such a fucking useless year. Um, anyway. Okay, so that that makes sense. That is number nine on your list. Mm -hmm. So this is what this number five is what knocked off Jersey Shore for me because in my right, 
I wasn't going to put the show on the list. Mm. Number five is Narcos Mexico. You but were going to put Narcos Mexico on the because list? Because when I made this list, we had only watched four episodes of Narcos. Oh, okay. And now we have one episode left, so I'm like, oh, should I put this on? We haven't finished it. But then watching it last night, I'm like, well, fucking Rafa, Don Nato, Felix <laughs> Hernandez, Pablo Escobar. My name is not Felix Hernandez. What is it? Felix Gallardo. <laughs> uh, Kiki. Kiki. So I'm like... Uh, Mike Love from the Beach Beach Boys reincarnate movie. I think the first episode of Narcos was tough because it's a new cast. Mm -hmm. Didn't know the storyline. But as it went on, I'm like, fuck, the show's... It's just so good. It's well written. And I love the way that show's color corrected. Like, I've I've actually talked to different friends in production. Yeah. um, And I'm, like, obsessed with the way they color correct that show. So so where's it on your list? It's number five for me. It's number three. Yeah, again, this is what knocked off um, Jersey Short. Because, again... Uh, I, I could have kept Jersey Shore and let Waco off, mm-hmm. but I think Jersey Shore. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I loved. I loved the show. It's like a guilty pleasure. Well, not even a guilty pleasure. I'm not guilty. Yeah, f- fuck off. It's a guilty pleasure. But I think Waco. I don't know. But anyways, um, Narcos Mexico. Mm-hmm. It's just like they just know how to cast so well. Like my new favorite actor is Rafa. That guy's just yeah. so funny. He's good. I think this season is really good. The one, the only complaint I have, is it's not like I don't. Wouldn't take away points from it, yeah. but Narcos. The one thing that irritates me is we always watch it so late, and there's certain scenes that are so quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of like Foxcatcher or whatever the fuck that movie was, where <laughs> yeah, it was Fox. like it's so quiet, I'm just asleep. going to sleep. And so like I'll always dip in and out, or sometimes the episodes run really long. Yeah, and so I'm like that would be my only thing sure. where it's not higher. No, that's fair. So this is again. This is why now I just remembered why. You have Jersey Shore and 911 last week tonight and why I don't have them. Mm-hmm. You do not have these next three shows on your list. Yours is going to be that skateboarding show. That's number three. I'm on number four. Wow. Number four is The Americans. Yeah. The, no. best, the best show since Breaking Bad, but all right. We'll just... Yeah, right. The show ended. You only watched the first... It was horrible. One, <laughs> It horrible! So <laughs> it is a horrible show. A Everyone's just saying it's the best show since. Who's everyone? Bre- every critic you could ever find. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. You Except go look at the good ones. And not only does it they're end probably with, communists. They are communists. That's no, what the they're sh- critics. <laughs> the show ends with "With or Without You" by you too. The daughter leaves Thank them on the. Thank you for tri- telling me who sings "With or Without You," though. Okay. All right. Anyways, that's number four on my list. Mm-hmm. Number three. You didn't even watch all the seasons. I didn't only watch season one. That's why I was excited. And exci- two, you said to me. I jumped in halfway through season two. <laughs> That's why I'm like, how is this guy married to someone, but he's in a disguise? How does she not know that he's not real? Anyways, number three on my list, King of the Road. <laughs> King I love of when the you Road. told Rob about it. He's like, oh, the cartoon? King, King of the and Hill? And we're like, what? <laughs> so, King of the Road. I don't think King of the Hill is anyone's favorite show. <laughs> I used to watch King of the Hill. Yeah, as your favorite show. <laughs> No. <laughs> King of the Road, real quick. If you know it, you love it. If you don't, you don't give two shits. No. Nope. It's a skateboarding uh, show uh, based uh, out of Thrasher Magazine. Three teams do a scavenger hunt. They do tricks. They do jackass-like stunts. Whoever cl- collects the most points at the end wins. It just, I mean, I got, this was the show I was the most excited to watch every week. I'm like, I have to watch it when you go to bed. Mm-hmm. And then number two on my list, you also do not have, but I want you to watch one episode with me. No, it's your boys, Atlanta Robin season. Oh boy! Hands down, best episode of the year is Teddy Perkins. (laughs) I almost won as Teddy Perkins for Halloween, but then I was like, I probably, well, 
Because you'd have to go white face to black face to white face. <laughs> but it was just like, you know, sophomore season sometimes suck, but this season was just so good. Teddy Perkins, that's all I'm going to say. What the fuck was that quote you just said? <laughs> what quote? Yeah, I don't know what you're like. Sophomore season sometimes suck freshman year. What is that? Did I say sophomore season suck freshman year? Yeah. Isn't it weird when you're in high school, you don't have sophomore or freshman year? That's an American thing. No, because we're not American. So I don't know what sophomore or freshman are. Grade nine what's a freshman. Fresh, what's a sophomore? Grade 10 and 11. Yeah, so then I was right. Huh? <laughs> Anyways, if you watch Atlanta, you love that shit. And then my number one favorite show of the year, a little show called, you say it on three with me, one, two, three, Sharp Objects. <laughs> Love this show. I know. I just forgot because I was thinking in the train of what other show do you watch that I don't watch. Then I've totally forgot Sharp Objects was on my list. Oh, boy. Where is it on your list? Number two. Ooh. I think Amy Adams was awesome. Yeah. I could have done without seeing um, that guy's dick, though. Uh, what's his Yeah. Th- We've seen a lot of male genitalia. Recently. On TV. With yeah. g- we were rewatching Girls, and her dad just Ugh. let his junk just fly. No, Sharp Objects was one of those amazing series. And I think yeah. it was like... You liked it in the meeting, but you didn't love it. I know. And then that you I got, said, like, obsessed, like, with Young the Giant obsessed. It's because it's the best edited show mm-hmm. I've seen in years. Yeah. It's just so well done, directed, edited, mm-hmm. writing. It's just the editing Editing kind of blew me away. So, wait, is it Margaret Out? No, wait, that's... That's uh, Handmaid's that's Tale. That's Handmaid's Tale. I can't remember who wrote the book, uh, but... Some um, person. What you want to call it? The book? It does justice to the book from what I remember reading. Yeah, my mom read the book. She- Did she watch the show? Mm-hmm. It does justice to the book really well, but it only enhances that visual interest from the book is what I read. Yeah. So it, it's so good. Danny Castellano basically yes. plays Danny Castellano. Exactly. Just not a doctor. Just, just a short man complex Short all the time. man complex detective. Tight shirts, yeah. Um, Amy Adams is really good. She's awesome. She's my favorite. She, I hope she wins some awards for that one. Well, probably. Your, your aunt said the woman who plays... Um, not Aurora. What the, the mom? Yeah. Yeah. Lived, used to live in Toronto. Oh, okay. Yeah. Up at St. Clair. Laura Dern? Yeah. Or was that no, chick from Jurassic, Jurassic Park? Park. <laughs> Same right. kind of person. And then the daughter who played, I can't remember. Alma? Alma, right? Which is Mama backwards or something? Something like that. It's an she anagram. She was really, yeah, she was really good. Like, I felt like the whole series was just, like, really well done. Again, color corrected really well. Mm-hmm. Right? It had, like, an entire yeah. green white yeah. like beigey tone to it and i liked it so much i hope they don't come back with a second season no they're not are they I, well they're not, but it's the same you know like big little lies yeah wasn't supposed to come back now it's coming back uh see i mean i loved i like that show a lot but whether or not it needs to come back yeah munchauser syndrome exactly Munchauser. is it munchauser it's munchauser <laughs> munchauser by proxy munch munch Munchisers by proxy. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Munchkins by proxy. <laughs> so that's my top ten list. Let's hear yours. Okay. So, so that, now do you understand why like nine one one and Yeah, no, year? that's fair. Yeah. Okay, so number ten on my list will be season two or three of This Is Us. Okay. Right? Sure. But then season four would not make my cut. Well, they haven't done season no, four no, no. yet. No, no, no. So then it's the first part of season two where yeah. Jack dies. Yeah. Right? Leading up to where Jack dies and the the slow cooker episode yeah. was really good. Right. This new season that just started, not so good. Okay. Um, And the reason being is that it just feels so contrived. To your point, I think we were talking to your parents about it yesterday. It just feels so whiny. I don't get how yeah. Randall is running for counselor in yeah. Philadelphia. He lives in New Jersey. Yeah. Right? It, it just, it's True. all weird. 
Can I see if I can do a Randall impression? Go. Hey, I'm Randall, and sometimes I'm, uh, I play it cool, but I'm real nerdy in front of my daughters. Why do you sound like a Southern <laughs> guy? He's got that okay. deep voice. Number nine is Maniac, so for all yeah. the reasons that you heard before. Sure. Number eight is Homecoming. I'm not really a fan of Julia Roberts. Yeah, and who like, is? The one thing I did like about the series was that it was only like 23 yeah. minutes episode. You wanted it to be longer, which is a good thing. Which is a good thing. I love the guy from Mr. Robot in it, though. Yeah, that guy that is guy awesome. Was, um, he looks like a guy who would be on Everybody Loves Raymond, but I don't remember his name. <laughs> Brad Garrett. Yeah. Um, this is my Brad Garrett impression. Raymond. I Raymond. <laughs> I sound like Kermit the Frog. Uh, number... That was number eight. <laughs> number seven was Versace. Yeah. The so one thing I liked about Versace is I knew nothing about the storyline um, at all. Much like OJ. Much like OJ. <laughs> that's not, come on, that's not fair. Who knows about Versace? No, that's what I'm saying. Everyone knew about OJ. Oh, uh, except for me. <laughs> I was watching Sister, Sister when all that happened. Um. Okay. You love me for my innocence. <laughs> and so, anyways, um, Versace I really liked because I didn't know anything about the storyline. Thought the acting was all really well done, but every episode of that show escalated the story in a very interesting way. Mm. Um, whereas I think some some series don't do that well. True. Um, number six is nine one one, the previous season, not the yeah. current one that just premiered. Well, it started in January, so that's fair. Yeah, and so the reason why I love nine one one as a network series, it follows like um, LA first responders, like firefighters and police, police officers. officers. And so, obviously, what's her face? Angela Bassett. Mm, she's she's like, awesome. She's awesome. She's like a fucking rock star. Yeah. She's also dating Peter Krause, who's equally a rock star and jacked in this show. Yeah. Um, the one thing I don't like about this new series, the new season, is that it stars Jennifer Love Hewitt. And her low-cut blouses. Okay, it makes no sense to me. You cannot be a friggin' dispatcher, right? And everyone else is wearing basically like a turtleneck, and she comes in like tits out, like yeah. the lowest cut V, mm. right? And I'm just like, how is this okay? Like, I don't know. Sure. I also just don't like her as an actor. Okay. Like, I feel like her time in the sun was like in the 90s. Yeah, of course it was. So, number five is Last Week Tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. John Oliver, hilarious. Yeah, of course he is. He's right? awesome. And what I love about him is that, and I think sometimes it's like hit or miss. Like, obviously, we would want every episode to be about, like, mocking, like, what's happening in the States, potentially, with Trump. And I know he doesn't always do that. So some of the topics we just don't get. Yeah. But I also equally think he's somebody who approaches global news in a really fun interesting way which makes it approachable yeah right and so this season was hilarious i'm sad that he's off till february potentially yeah so much chaos is already happening in the world for sure um okay so then number four was better call saul yep and the reason why i love this season that just happened was this was the season that showed uh jimmy Mm-hmm. Kind of transform into oh, Saul. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he he was Saul in a few episodes, right? right? And so that was really cool. He started, his, like, shadiness started coming out. Oh, where yeah. Where he was selling, like, burner phones. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had so many good montage scenes. Yeah. That, it was very Breaking Bad-esque. Yeah, they always have great montage. Again, that's another show that's really well edited. Mm-hmm. I listen to their podcast, and they always have their editors on, so. So I thought that that was good. The other part, what I loved about it was... And I read a bunch of articles about this, too, in, like, AV Club and Vulture and stuff, was that they're starting to bring in a lot more Breaking Bad elements quicker. So, like, they're building the, um, what the hell is it? In the laundromat. The, You're on the your lab. 
Oh, the super lab. The super lab. So they're building that, and then they also have like um, Gus and like mm. in in Los Polos, Romandos, right? Yeah. Um, which is great. And so they they've set up the network with like Linda and yeah, stuff like Lydia. that. So Lydia. So like whatever. Um. So I don't know. I just thought this season was great. Yeah. What happens to Kim? I know, right? I know, I know, so I know, I know. So it's like, ah. Yeah. Um, number two, sharp objects for all the reasons yeah. that we listed. And number one for me, yeah. obviously. Obviously, yeah. Obviously. See, I'm sorry, I was just going to say, okay, go for it. Say the it's name. Jersey Shore I, I Family was Vacation. Say, Jersey Shore I obviously love, but your Jer- Jersey Shore is my king of the road. That's fair. That's, I feel this, the way you feel about Jersey Shore is how I feel about king of the road. So this is how I feel about it. There are very few shows that we live tune into. Yeah. Right? On network TV, sure. nonetheless. Right? There's also no day of the week that has its own dedicated <laughs> That's title. True. So if we have a day called Jersey, That's true. Right? That we live tune in for a series that we are constantly like, is this the finale? That's it's true. it's so crazy. Why wouldn't it be number that one? That thing was airing from March right till like last, to today. To, to, to today. Junior. Junior. <laughs> and so I, I think this is the thing where I'm like, I will say it. I I love Jersey. Shore. I love Jersey Shore it is too. Like the original reality TV show where they 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 do they film for twenty four hours straight and then they just take all this footage and cut something with it. Mm-hmm. But it's like you can tell when certain things might be like up like provoked and staged. But like there's certain stuff you cannot actually stage the shit. It is no, so fucked for sure. up. Um, and like they're just such funny characters that we've grown up with, and For so sure. I'm like, okay, if we're gonna dedicate a day of the week to it, watch it in real time. Yeah. Literally watch the back seasons on the PBR. I know. It cannot not be your number one show. No, that's for sure. 100%. What will season three bring to us without Snooky and Mike the Situation now that he's in jail? I know that's the only shitty thing is, but although I think Mike the Situation only going to jail for like five months, plus <laughs> you could get out like in two months for good behavior. Oh, Snooky. But then again, it's like if she just gives birth, is she going to be wanting like partying and this and that? Who knows? I almost wish she had all her kids like five years ago, and now she was just. I like, know. Anyways. But yeah, that. Um, Wait, I have to do my disappointing. Okay. So my disappointing list is we fully gave up on The Walking Dead. Yeah, I write about it. Uh, Rick left the show, but he's coming back for the movies. They just killed Jesus. <gasps> they did? Yeah, uh, what's her face? Glenn's wife is gone now. Maggie? To- Maggie's gone. Who the fuck is left? Uh, Daryl. Morgan. Oh, no, boy. Morgan's on Fear of the Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. Although, what I read was the new villain, Negan's still there. Yeah. But uh, the new villain is... So wait, who is left then? Carol. Carol, Daryl. <laughs> Carol and Daryl take on the zombies. But they have Opie's a new villain. Opie? But yeah, the only thing that looks cool is these new villains. They put on like zombie masks, so you don't. Oh. So they look like zombies, but they can actually run around and do shit. Oh, uh, why did they bring that in like two years? Yeah, ago? why did they wait three years of Negan and his like leaning back? Ugh, woof. Anyways, fuck that show. Um. Okay. So the other disappointment was the Bachelor this season. Yeah, I did. Uh, Ari. Ar- Ari. Ari, and then the other girl. Oh yeah. I can't. His chick. He ended up saying yes to. Yeah. And dumped she her. was kind of boring. Whatever she her was, face. Well, she was boring. But what I didn't like about her was she was basically became Ari. Yeah, she did. Right, and so that was a little pissed. Like, Although a bit of a I am excited off. to see Colton. I'll give him a chance. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, we'll, we'll give see. him a chance. 
Um, the next one I said was disappointing was the new season of This Is Us, right? Yeah. Fuck Randall. Um, <laughs> then the next season I'll say is The Voice. I totally gave you up on that. You didn't even watch any of that. Didn't watch any of it. I think it was becoming too prescriptive, whereas, like, America, who watches that show, just love country singers. Yeah. Right? And that's kind of where it became, where What's-His-Face yeah. would always win. And I'm like, ah, yeah. I don't really want to see this. The next thing that was disappointing to me, Senators Hockey. Fuck the Ottawa Senators. So we couldn't watch any hockey at the beginning of the year from January all the way till May. Yeah, then, what an embarrassment. Embarrassment. Then we had, like, all through the summer was, like, this whole drama of will they or won't they get rid of Carlson. Yeah. Then they finally get rid of Carlson, and all this drama happens there. We finally get back into this new season, and it's hit or miss right now. But it's like, we're not doing well. No, we're not making the playoffs. We're not making the playoffs. Um, and I hope that this is what is considered a rebuild year mm-hmm. because we have all these young people. But the I future just looks good. Yeah. Looks I just fine. miss watching hockey, to be honest. Come over to the dark side. You got to watch Raptors. The Raptors have none of their players playing except I for heard. Kawhi Leonard, and they beat the shittiest team last night uh, by six points. Th- wait, they beat the shittiest team? <laughs> yeah, they only have one superstar in their team right now. So wouldn't that be better if they beat the best team with no thing? They did. They beat Golden State without Kawhi Leonard. They beat Golden State twice. I don't know why I put up three fingers. <laughs> but fuck the Senators. I'm over. I don't give a shit about them. Obviously, I don't want to watch, but. Okay. And then the last one I have is the last season of Catfish. Ooh, the reason being yeah, is point. that the last season of Catfish was Max's last season. And we had to waste it on seeing Neve at his family's Ugh, house, yeah. which is like. The worst waste of time when a show is that good. Do I want to really just have like a glimpse into your life with like taking care of your kid and your wife literally providing no like real insight into like things. It's like if this is going to be Max season, let Max, let let me see Max's life. Exactly. Right. Like, so I just feel like that was a bit of a wash because now I literally have to deal with Catfish without Max. But I did but like Swaggy P. I did like Swaggy P, and I liked it that Neve still refers to it as the Max Cam. Yeah. But now that Max is gone, they're not even using the wife. I know. So it's just like, come on. I think people complained about it. That's why she's probably not on anymore. Good, but there's like no mention of it at all. That's because no one likes his wife. She's no, the I worst. No, she's the worst. Well, that is the best and worst of TV shows 2018. Yes, Queen. That's the best TV of 2018. Sock it to me, baby. So my favorite categories are always albums and songs, but let's just get shitty movies out of the way. Yeah, because this year wasn't a really great year for film. I don't even remember any movie. Like, I remember seeing Mission Impossible, which was fun. Yeah, so I will say, like, this year, like, you and I see a fair bit of films, and, like, sometimes we try and go see, like, what's playing at TIFF and, like, go see, like, those, like, artsier films, like, throughout the year. This year we really didn't do any of that. Um... But what we did see was uh, <laughs> some films. So one of, I think, arguably the best film of the year, even though we'll say it shouldn't be up for all these awards, is Black Panther. Yeah, it's pretty good. It was really good. I had a blast at ba- Black Panther. I think um, it really did send out a good message. It was like one of the smarter Marvel films written. Donald Glover wrote some of it, right? Yeah, he wrote all the jokes. And his so, brother, Stephen Glover, who also wrote Right on Atlanta, who wrote the Teddy Perkins episode of Atlanta. Oh, boy. And then <laughs> um, the other film that we saw this year was Black Klansman. Oh, that movie was awesome. Yeah, so that one was really good. There's a theme to these movies. 
<laughs> I was trying to see if there's more themes, but I was like, just those two. Just those two. Um, that movie was awesome. So that movie was really good. It was about. That'd probably be my favorite. It was about a guy who sounds very Caucasian on the phone, but infiltrates it's the a KKK. It's black guy infiltrates the KKK. It's based on a true story. Based on a true story. It stars Adam Driver from Girls, Topher Grace as like the head of the KKK. Denzel's son. Yeah. as um, Ferris's the, boyfriend. Ferris's boyfriend as uh, the Black Klansman. Yeah. Um, so that was really a great film, actually. I liked it a lot. Um, Mission Impossible Fallout, mm-hmm. which was really good. Um, Tom Cruise, give him all, like, whatever, cut him some slack for, like, like films. Yeah. In real life, he's a fucking dolt. Yeah, he's a weirdo. He's a weirdo Scientology nut bar. But in this film, he is, like, literally jumping out of helicopters, flying helicopters through, like, glaciers and shit. It was, like, really good action sequence. Um, sure. Sorry, Alec Baldwin. You do not make the cut. Wah. Wah. Um, the next one I loved. I know you hated it. I think actually you, Cam, and Melissa hated it. Oh, Mr. Rogers? Yeah, Won't You Be My Neighbor? <sighs> I'm like, if there's a Mr. Dress-Up movie, yeah, let's do it, but... Oh, my... He gave watched... the way for Mr. Dress-Up. They came out, like, the same time. No, they... One came out in, like, the 60s. Did you not even watch yeah, this? Yeah, Mr. Dress-Up came out in the 60s. No, he didn't. Okay, keep going. I Google Go. Mr. Dress-Up. pause. Sorry, I was getting a bunch of... First number I got was 1992. I'm like, that's not Mr. Dress Up's first episode. It's saying here, the original release of Mr. Dress Up. Let's say the date's on three. I don't have mine yet because the internet's not working. Mr. Dress Up's first episode was February 13th, 1967. Go. I just did. Do I got to Google Mr. Rogers' first episode? No, wait, I'm doing it. Hold on. So 19... I got it. Okay. What do you got there? Um, oh, here, I got it, too. Oh, boom. What? Uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. First episode was... Um, it was like 1968. Mr. Dress Up came out first. I don't think so. According to Wikipedia... I fucking wrote that article. Like, or you fucking right. wrote that Either article. Either way, I like Mr. It's, again, it's a lot like um, Fleet Foxes and Father John Misty. I'm a ride or die Mr. Dress Up. Mr. Rogers, I can do without. So here's the reason why I think that John, Ferris, and Cam were like, oh, for Won't You Be My Neighbor? Was that because this film was a documentary about Mr. Rogers' life, and it... If you're in any way a sinister, like a sinister person, yeah, I was waiting for a sex scandal. Sex scandal. You're in for like explosions Deviance. and all this stuff. Whereas it's just like, no, no, he's just like a warm, loving person who just wants the best for kids, right? And like people thought he was gay because of it, like all these different things. And it was like, no, happily married, had kids, right? I think he was a minister to begin with, and then like dropped out to like do till. Um, children's programming right and it was such like a lovely documentary then all of you three fucking like evil people evil i just thought it was was whatever it was fine like mr dress up okay and then the last movie which you put on pvr for me that i never got to see at the theodal was rampage very glad we did not see it in the theaters so i was so sad because one of the movies I love seeing is The Rock in any movie where he blows up things or there's giant animals. And so Rampage had both of those things. Mm-hmm. Things that go boom and giant animals that take over Chicago. Yeah. Right? And so 
probably better that we didn't see it in the theater and just watched it on PBR. Oh, big time. Um, but that was good. And then the movies we didn't see, which we said we wanted to see, were First Man with Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I still want to see it. I still want to see it, too. A Star is Born, which I don't think you eh, want to see it I get, anymore. I think that movie's got so much hype. That you don't want to see it? No. Um, I'll watch it if you want to see it, but... Meh. And then Creed 2, just because... You haven't seen Creed 1. Yeah, I know. Or any of the Rocky movies. Yeah, I know. But there's this really hot guy in it, and he plays Jafar in Aladdin. And so (laughs) he plays the nemesis to Michael B. Jordan. Well, how about we just have you follow him on Instagram, and you'll be fine. Okay, so yeah. And then Bohemian Rhapsody, when I saw the trailer for it, I really wanted to see it. Best trailer of the year was Bohemian Rhapsody. 100%. But then I've heard reviews of the film, and it doesn't actually follow Freddie Mercury's real life. Hmm. They did, like, the commercialized, like, finesse version of his life. version. Then the last one is The Meg, which (laughs) stars a giant shark. Which apparently doesn't come out that much, though. No, I know. That's what your sister said. So we're not going to see that. No. Okay, so I think the biggest category is probably best albums of the year, so we should probably leave that for last. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to – I have a top ten best songs. I know you didn't only because you said it's really hard to pick songs. Only because – Because you listen to playlists. I listen to a lot of, like, Apple Music playlists or Spotify playlists. Yeah, Apple playlists. Music playlists are the best. They are really good, especially because they're curated for you. And so I find that a lot I, – I like a lot of one-off-y songs. But I also don't remember any of the titles of a lot of them. Fair enough. Well, these are my top 10 songs oh. of the year. Yes, baby. I'm feeling this shit right here. Best songs of 2018. hoo Usually what I would do is the number one song would be the band of the week for the year. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure they've made it to my list or made it as a band of the week before. So maybe my number two song would be song of the year. Mm-hmm. Unless you can think of something. Mm-hmm. But So I'll blow through these real quick. Mm-hmm. Number 10 song of the year is Poke It Out. By Playboy Cardi and Nicki Minaj. There's a Playboy Cardi? Yeah. Is that like Cardi B? No. Uh, here. Um, my iPad's not working. Why is it not working? Can't get in so far. What are you looking for? I wanted to look up something. This is just... Why isn't it working? Is it not working? So yeah, uh... This is one of those songs I just listened to on the daily. I'm just gonna play you a few seconds because I think you'll like the beat. That's what makes it for me. Okay. So this is... Isn't that cool? I guess so. You're bumping your head to it. And then Nicki Minaj has a really good verse. Okay. Anyways, I love, the, I love the beat to the song. Okay. So that's number 10 for me. Mm. Number 9 is What's the Use by Mac Miller. Ooh, I, played I do you like that, that song. Yeah, his song, Rest in Peace, Mac Miller. He's one of those people, every album kind of got evolved different evolved musically and changed up and sounded different Mm -hmm. so i always really really liked him Mm -hmm. number eight is ghost town by kanye west that's the one that we like from his new album here i'll play it for you um so so this is the thing about kanye west obviously he's kind of i mean he's not doing anything new now that he didn't do his whole career which is say like controversial shit his his songs and albums didn't make any list any anywhere that's fair yeah, but this is the, this song. I think this is Ghost Town. Oh yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, I love this song. This song just musically. Yeah, I love this. Song. Yeah. So, anyways, that's from his Yay album. That's number eight on my list. Number seven is Hard Times by Guster. Ooh. So their good album song. comes out in January. Mm-hmm. Um. So they're really good. Number six was from King of the Road. Okay. And it is. 
the edge of town by middle kids so here I'll, I'll, i like middle kids i just can't think of what song it um is. hold on let me play this one this was probably my favorite indie song of the year and it was on King of the Road, and I listened to this. Yeah, I like this yeah. song. Just here, let me just. It's a good, like, walking at the end of the night in the dark song. 100%. So I recommend you guys check them out. That album came out this year. Mm-hmm. Number five is. Oh, Ape Shit by the Carters. Yeah. Which might be the coolest song of the year. And music video. Yeah, Shot and, in the Louvre. That was yeah. awesome. Like, Beyonce's rap in that song is so badass. Yeah. So that was like... And that came out of nowhere. They dropped a whole album without anyone knowing. Did you ever see the clip where they were, they dropped it at a concert? And yeah, people th- went ape shit? They are yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah, I thought that was super cool. So number five was that. Number four is Walking Away by St. Lucia. Ooh. Which is from their new album, which is really cool and funky and really like good. That. Number three is When You Die by MGMT. Do you yep. remember that one? That one was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, just fun. Number two, uh, this will probably be the band of the week. Okay. This has been on a lot of people's um, list. It was actually mentioned on uh, Jersey Shore just mm-hmm. now. It's Sicko Mode oh, yeah. by Travis, Travis Scott, Scott and um, Drake. So just listen to this. <laughs> the beat. Oh, yeah, it was just mentioned on Jersey Shore. Yeah. This song's just so badass. Has my fa- well, hold on, I gotta do my favorite ad lib. Give me the It's just like a cool song. Like It is good. Like, um, I-, I just love the song. I listen to that song every day. And then my number one song of the year mm. has. Bootsy Collins. Oh boy. Tyler the Creator. And it's by a little lady called Caliucci's. And it's called After the Storm. Very good song. So it's been the band of the week before, yeah. but just listen to how badass this song is. Like it's funky. Totally. I never get sick of this song. So it has her singing. Rapping. It's got just such a good vibe. Yeah. All the feels. Gucci Collins. And then this is my favorite part here. So. She will definitely be on my top 10 albums of the year. 100%. But this song came out in like January, February, and I've loved it. So those are my top 10 songs. So. At, sorry, I was going to say, out of those top 10, which one should be the band of the week at the end, do you think? Either Caliuchis or. Uh, I, I could choose a different Caliucci song, but or Guster, maybe Guster. Yeah, Guster actually. We'll make Guster because they weren't on mm-hmm. band. Twenty eighteen were hard times. Yeah, <laughs> but anyways, those are my top ten so songs. The of weird the year. thing. So while you're doing that, I was just because I didn't do oh. a top ten. Okay, just for so all I won't do the sting there then. Don't do the sting yet, just because I was looking up um, off different uh, websites. So NPR, Billboard, Vulture. Um, the Guardian, etc. Everyone's putting out their like best of songs and albums. Yeah. And so the weird thing was the top three songs of the year, according to like hit it, or miss, all one of them is Casey Musgraves, right? No. Okay. Uh, so one of the song that seems to be like everybody seems to be saying that it's the number one song. Yeah. Is it like Miss Sachi or something? No, it's Cardi B. I like it. Yeah, it's a bomb song, but 
I don't like it that much, though. No? No. Well, the reason why it's good is because it samples... It samples. It samples that song. Yeah. So it's like, I just... I don't know. I don't like it. Um, the next one, which I was surprised didn't make your list, and yeah. Sean would just say it sounds like every other rap song, <laughs> oh, is This, this is, is America. America. Yeah, it was on there, and then I took it off. I love the song. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that song. I don't know. And then another one was... Um, what you call it? Two songs by Ariana Grande. Thank the you, thank next. You, thank you, next, and No Tears Left to Cry. I don't know that This one. was the year of Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson and yeah, Mac, Mac Miller. Miller. Yeah, Um. So I'm sure she's on there for a bunch of reasons. But, yeah, sure. I was surprised. Yeah. No. Donald Glover didn't make your list. He was on there at first, and then some of it's political, where it's like, oh, I got to put Guster on there. Oh, boy. He already made concert, TV yeah. show. Like, I can't put him on every you list. You can't give your own self an EGOT. Exactly. So is that it? Yeah. Those are my top songs of the year. Yes, baby, I'm feeling this shit right here. That song's 2018. Hootie-hoo! So, uh... Best albums. So, another thing. This is best albums of the year. Check out this music, baby, because this is the best albums of 2018. Let's give another spin, dog. So, the way I think about best albums is... I think about best albums in the meaning of more than, like, 50% 50% of the album I like to listen to. Yes. In which yes. in which means that I could basically listen to this whole album mm-hmm. start to end and not get sick of it. There might be like one laggy song, but doesn't yeah. mean I'm skipping over it. And it's like, have we listened, you know, a big thing for us is we li- use HomePod to listen to music while we mm-hmm. cook dinner. And a lot of times we'll put on the albums that we like, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So do you want to go first or do you want... You can go first. So I'll, I'll give my top 10 list and then if you have it on there and then we'll... I'd rather leave yours for last. So, but if one of yours is, is on, no, I'll do my top ten. We'll do it how we've been doing it. Okay. So number ten, I wasn't gonna put on there because it was a newer album. It's an EP, and we had just heard Ooh. about them two weeks ago. And so number ten originally was "Rally Cry" by the Arkells. Yeah. Gone. They're out of here. Yeah, I didn't put Arkells uh, on mine. Like it? Don't love it. Mm-hmm. Liked it enough to make it number ten. Mm-hmm. But then number ten had to be "Boy Genius" EP by Boy Genius. Yeah. So, do you want to tell them about Boy Genius as you're smitten by this band? Okay, pause. So, Boy Genius? So, you actually introduced Boy Genius to me like two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and it basically is this music group of three American girl singers. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all independent female singers. Um, but they just put out an EP. And the song that you sent me when I was walking to band practice was called Souvenir. Mm-hmm. And it was actually the perfect song. While I was like walking, it was kind of chilly. It was I had my bass. It's like a twenty minute walk, yeah. and I'm like, oh my god, this is crazy. But then I clicked on that band and yeah. then listened to the whole album. But it's only an EP. Only an EP. Only an EP. Um, it's like six or seven six, songs. Yeah, like six songs. But it's like, love it. Like yeah. me and my dog, one of yeah. my favorite. Um, bite the hand. Bite the hand is like outstanding. Yeah, every song is awesome. Right, Brooklyn Steel, amazing. So it's like. One of those things where when you love an album so much, the things I do is I'll listen to it on repeat. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, I don't know how to turn off repeat on my (laughs) phone, so it happens a lot. Um, The second thing I do is I share music with my friend Liz, who sits across from me. Right. And so, like, her and I do, like, we do three trades a week. I don't know if I ever told you this. So, me and Liz, she sits diagonally from me. She's on the PR team. Our thing is music, and so Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we always share new music mm-hmm. or, like, what we're listening to. So I follow her on Apple Music. Tuesday, and Thursday, Saturdays are new recipes. No! Sundays is day of rest. Day of rest. 
And so I shared this album with her and she's like, oh my God, mm. it's so good. But I can't listen to it when I'm sad because it's so upsetting and like melancholistic or whatever it is. And this is another band that we discovered them too late. They played Danforth about a month ago. I know. And so I can't remember what other band this happened. We were like, we love this band. And then we oh, like fuck. looked it up and like Liz again was like, yeah. well, they were just here. Fuck. And I was like, fucking hell. So are they on your list? They're number one on my list. Oh, shit. Yeah, and so they're Boom. number one on my list. One, then, because I do think their harmonies are outstanding. I sure. do, like, you gave me all of their independent stuff. Yeah. And I do like it, but there's something that's so clean about the composition of their voices on this album or this EP that I love. So then how about this? They'll be the band of the week for the band mm -hmm. of the year. So you tell me at the end of the show what you song you want by them to be. Okay. Okay, so they're 10 for me only because it's an EP and I just heard them. That's fair. But I love the album. Number, sure. So number nine for me, which the more I listen to this album, I like it a lot, and which makes it kind of sad for me. It's uh, "Swimming" by Mac Miller. Aww. I played you a bunch of his songs, right? And it's just it well, is just sad. Yeah, he's just like a talented dude who I think I, I don't again I don't remember if he overdosed or committed suicide by overdose or whatever. But I always liked his music, and the more albums he put out. Mm -hmm. The more talented he just learned how he was, because he wasn't just a rapper, he was a producer, he could sing, he mm -hmm. could do all these things. He also just seemed like a cool, fun guy who just had some demons he just couldn't get rid of. So, yeah, that's eight for me, n nine for me. Number eight for me is what I thought would be number one for you. Mm -hmm. For a while, it was your number one. So, number nine for me is an album, the more I listen to it, the more I like, which makes it sad. It's Swimming by Mac Miller. I played for you a bunch of times. I know you liked it a lot. You're just a talented dude who I always just respected him as a musician because he mm -hmm. wrote, produced, rapped, sang, mm -hmm. all these things. He just had some demons. He had some demons, unfortunately. So you know, rest in peace. And The shady thing is is that like Ariana Grande, Pete Davidson also has some demons now, too. Yeah, it's, uh, She's had a hard year. She had a hard year, yeah, because now Pete Davidson had like suicidal threats on I, uh, Instagram last week and all this shit. But then she, at the beginning of the year, wasn't it, like, the bombing in London? Yeah, yeah, she's... She's had a hard year. She's had a hard year. Um, but number eight for me is what I thought was number one for you. Mm. It's Everything is Loved by the Carters. Oh, see, that's number two for me. Yeah. So, I love this album. Me too, I like, it. I like it a lot. I thought it, when it came out, I'm like, every song... One, it's Beyonce rapping, which is yeah, hilariously and awesome. Um, I was also getting to the point where I was like over Beyonce to be honest where I was sure. like you know what you're kind of just like you're becoming a little too much for me yeah. um but then I was like this album came out I'm like oh my god you're so talented right yeah. um I love the video for um uh, Ape Shit was awesome yeah. there was something so like artistic about like everything on that album the summertime song I love, I love that song. um so yeah it's it, it everything about it yeah, there's I, like one song on there I don't like. Yeah, same here. <laughs> the other song, or the other band I liked a lot, which I've been waiting for a while, and I didn't like their last album, but I love their new album. It's Little Dark Age by MGOT. MGOT. That is number four Ooh, yeah. on mine. Their first two albums I love. Me and Michael. Me and Michael. <laughs> uh, just a solid, solid album from start <laughs> to finish. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love MGMT. They were, they played Toronto when we went to Innings Festival, mm -hmm. which sucked. But... They redeemed themselves. Their last sound was just too weird for me, but this one was more, a bit more commercial, but not a sellout by any means. It's just like an easy listen. I read on like, I think I read like a Rolling Stone review of it when you gave it to me, and they did say that this album like returned to like 
MG&T roots, yeah. but was still transformational in yeah. sound yeah. and, like, yeah. lyricism. And so I think what's really great about those two guys is they're, they're still putting out music yeah. um, that sounds different but maintains the pocket of their core sound, which For is sure. cool. So if we could ever see them again at Mod Club, I'd be happy. Oh, I'd love to go see them again. Mm-hmm. Number six on my list. Mm-hmm. That band is a real crowd. Oh, boy. Shrem Life. Oh, boy. by Ray Shrummer. (laughs) The boys of Ray Shrummer. They put out a Ray Shrummer album. Album. (laughs) Slim Jimmy album. Yeah. And Swalia. Three albums. Yeah. Which one did I get you? Because I was hunting all over. Oh, you got me uh, Shrem Life 2. Yeah. (laughs) Which has Black Beatles. Black Beatles, a real crowd pleaser. They put out three albums. Mm Mm-hmm. I am not including their solo albums. This is just strictly <laughs> Shrem Life 3, <laughs> which has Zoe Kravitz rapping. Oh, that. yeah, that's, that's right. Really yeah, she's cool. Uh, I just love the The album is so goddamn mm-hmm. good. It's got songs with Future, and it's mm-hmm. just like hyphy. <laughs> Number five on my list is Hyperion by St. Lucia. Ooh. Okay, so I will say <laughs> that my favorite comment from Sean at the concert was he's like, how come all their songs are about Asia? And oh. I'm like, what? Yeah. Um, and so the, the song China, China Shop, Shop is really good. And then song. Tokyo Girl. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so it made me laugh, but yeah. I was like, oh, God. Uh, their first album is still my favorite album by them and probably top ten albums of all time. Second mm-hmm. album I liked, I didn't love. Mm-hmm. I love this album. It's not as good as their first album. Right. But Walking Away, Chinatown, uh, Gun Shop or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. just so many solid classic St. Lucia type songs. I think what's really awesome about them is that, again, like, all the tracks, even if from, like, first album to current album, they stitch together so well. Oh, yeah. And it's just, like, kind of like how the Run the Jewels concert was, mm-hmm. like, just gets you revved up. Yeah. This concert just got you revved up. Yeah. Right? Yeah, super so cool. What, were, they, were they on your list? Yeah. Where were they at? Number five. Hey, there we go. Rinse yeah. Rinse. Number four for me was the Kid See Ghost album, which is Kanye West and Kid Cudi. Nope. No, I know you didn't like I like, um, I thought, I, I, I still like Kanye's album. <laughs> what a book. <laughs> Obviously, like, Kanye puts out, has several classic albums. Mm-hmm. His last two albums have been fine. Mm-hmm. Just fine. I really like the Kid See Ghost albums. I like Kid Cudi a lot. I you do it, like Kid yeah, Cudi a lot. I thought it was, I always play them in the car, like, their mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not going to apologize for it. I don't care what his, I don't care what Kanye believes in. I just like his music. Yeah, so. and we will say, like, last year was, like, his show was, like, unbelievable. Or is that two years ago now? Two years two ago. Two years ago. Yeah, I will always see Kanye West in concert as well. That's true. Uh, number three for me mm. is Astro World by Travis Scott, which was... Nope, did not make me list. It's got, <laughs> it's got so many good songs. Okay. He went from... Be- I know, like, you don't think of this way, but in real world, he went from a great rapper. <laughs> I don't think about the real world. Got it. <laughs> no, he went from being, like, a popular rapper to, like, superstar rapper. Right. Because when we, we saw him open up for Kendrick, so this, we saw Kanye five years ago, Kendrick opened for Kanye. Yeah. Then Kendrick was headlining ACC. Yeah. Last year, we see Travis Scott open for Kendrick. He's on his little flying... Eagle! Outside. Now, um... Travis Scott has played ACC twice as a headliner. Right. So he's a superstar now. I mean, it helps that he's married to Kylie Jenner. Yeah. But this album took him to superstar status. And I do, this album was really, really good. I think you actually would like it too as far as like rap albums go. Okay. So that was number three. 
Number two, this was tough. Any other year, this would be number one for me. Go. But New Compassion by Hearts. So good. So, so, I'm still so, pissed so I didn't good. buy that album at, on vinyl at the concert. Did they have it on vinyl there? I think so, because I wanted to get it for Brennan. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's so, again, that's an album. Every single song, mm-hmm. seeing them in concert made me like it even more. Mm-hmm. But where are they on your on your list? Number three. Ooh, number three. The reason being, again, front to back. Love the whole album. Yeah. It's a seamless flow. Yeah. And I think what I love about them, especially like, even though I like this type of music all year round, there's something sure, about sure. that kind of sound that is a perfect backdrop to crisp, cool weather. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. So, Standout song on the album? The Way. Here, let me Ooh. play it real quick. There's so many, but this one, um, yeah, it's called The Way. At first, I was pissed mm-hmm. because I didn't think they'd play it at the concert, and then I'm like, oh, wait, they did play it. Mm-hmm. So, this one. Like, listen to that voice. It's so good. Yeah. It kicks in. Right here. That's part. So, the. They'll probably be the band of the week next week when we recap their concert again. Yeah. But to me, they're second best album of the year. Mm-hmm. And then to me, this doesn't always happen, but my favorite song of the year is from my favorite album of the year. It's Isolation by Kali Uchi. She, I first heard her. So good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I first heard her last year. She was on a couple of Tyler, the creator songs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, she's pretty good, but I didn't really think much of her. And then mm-hmm. when I saw her first single, After the Storm, featured Tyler, the creator, I'm like, oh, let me listen to this. Right. It was unbelievable as it's my favorite song of the year. And then every song is cool. She's a mix of Lauren Hill um amy winehouse mm-hmm. uh selena because she does spanish songs she does r&b totally she does amy winehouse style mm-hmm. and she has her own style like she's not just ripping these people no off. so like her album she has songs produced by damon albarn because she's mm-hmm. on gorilla's albums as well right. so it's just she like, looks like rosa from brooklyn 99 yeah, she does look like rosa <laughs> yeah did she make your top 10 list? she did she's number two, three, four, five nice isolation isolation so mm-hmm. I think her album came out in March, and I knew when I heard it, I'm like, oh, there probably won't be a better album mm-hmm. for me this year. We missed so. her in concert recently, too. Uh, she played Rebel. Yeah. So I knew about it. I just... Which is brings me to one of... I don't know. If, wait, did you yeah. do all of yours? Uh, yeah. Waterburg. Well, did you do all... You did all yours. Yeah. So one of... Some of them on... Wait, that... You didn't do. You couldn't have done all what? of yours. One of your albums clearly didn't make the list. Which one? Young the Giant. I didn't like that album as much. You didn't? No. Oh, boy. It has America and everything. No, it, no, it doesn't. Mirror Master? Yeah, it doesn't have America. Mirror Master has Superposition and Heat of the Summer. America's from like three albums ago. Pause. I was a little disappointed by their new album. Are you disappointed in it because Rolling not Stone? Not Shrem Life 3. Oh, boy. Okay, so one of my albums that... Oh, you can do your, it's your time now. That's, thank you. <laughs> um, one of my albums that didn't make, that oh. didn't make your list... Um, was Anderson's Pax Oxnard. It almost made my list. So I got introduced to Anderson Pack back in April when right before we dropped HomePod, right? Yeah. Because his song Welcome Now was yeah. featured in the HomePod commercial with F.A. Twigs mm-hmm. dancing in um, the commercial. And the extended version 
we actually showed cased a director's cut version where he was talking through the narrative. So cool. Um, so that was so badass. He also has a song called Tints off that album. Yeah. With who? With Kendrick. Oh, it's so yeah, good. Yeah, the album's really, I like the song Dr. Dre. There's so many good features on that album. Sure. But I think what I love about him is that I like I like his sound again. Um, he's also just young and what's great. He's been out for a while. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you got his time Dr. in the song. produced the whole album. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely in the family um, with the artists we like. Yeah. Um, I was going to get you tickets for Christmas for that, but his show is at Rebel. And I was like, no thanks. And it's also two days after our wedding. <laughs> Yeah, remember when I was like, oh, man, guess what? DeMar DeRozan. I was like, can we go see DeMar DeRozan's first game back against Toronto? And you're like, sure, when yeah. is it? I was like, oh, it's February 22nd. And you're like, we can't go. I'm like, why? You're like, because we're getting married the next day. Yeah, like, but then I was like, of course we can go. <laughs> well, no, if we're doing rehearsal. Yeah, days. and I also don't care anymore. <laughs> About what, the wedding? No, DeMar DeRozan. Oh. Um, and what, you said, you said, you're like, his first season back in Toronto, you sounded so Canadian. <laughs> That's so money. (laughs) Right? No, that's why they're called your problems. (laughs) They're your problems. Okay, so Uh, are there any number schemes to this list? No, I also just put the Black Panther soundtrack on there because I thought it was fun and I listened to the whole thing. Yeah, that's Um, not And obviously it features Kendrick, so I'll follow him till the end of the earth. Um, But everything else is the same as you. Anything new on there? Nope, only Anderson Pack. What was your number one album again? Boy Genius. Boy genius. <laughs> well, I think that's everything. I know. So I feel like next year for 2019, should we do more festivals? Like, we don't even have any concerts lined up for 2019. Well, I don't know. I, have, I feel like people don't announce them until the new year. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm hoping, like, Broken Bells just put out a new song. Maybe they'll have a new album mm-hmm. for tour. Um, I don't know who else. We'll have to wait and see. Like, maybe Kendrick will put out a new album. I don't know. Two story. Um, but what are you looking forward to to next year? Um, <laughs> I mean, like, other than... Or other I mean, than our wedding? I don't know if it's, like, shows or movies or music or just, like... No, general. I think it's just, in general, what I would love to have for next year is the same amount of, like, music experiences that we had. Um, yeah. I do like going to shows outside in, like, outside shows now, like, yeah, for some reason. Fun. In, like, the summer, it's a really good vibe. I think because we obviously have the wedding to pay for. Yeah. Um, maybe not right up to it, but it might not be on, like, a honeymoon. But I would love to go see a show in another city again. I think there's something fun about that. For Even sure. if it is, like, if we just go to Montreal or Ottawa or something. Like, oh, for sure. there's something to be said about that. Um, I'm looking forward to going to see movies again. I'm hoping 2019 is a better year for film. Hopefully. Right? I think 2018, which doesn't make me feel as bad for Ferris missing the Oscars, to be honest. Um, And then TV shows. I'm just excited for shows we love to come back. Yeah, like the two ones that I'm thinking of are, I was going to say Sharp Objects, uh, Stranger Things, and Mr. Robot. 100%. Big Little Lies should come back, too, by then. Yeah. Mindhunter. Mine, fucking hell. That show has been gone for, like, two years. That was number one on your list last year. I know, because it was incredible. Well, you know what didn't make our list? What? Making a Murderer. Not good. No, it was also, like, hour and a half episodes. I'm yeah. Like, this is way too long. The only thing that I liked about that series this year was fucking Matthew the... Turner. Yeah. <laughs> what? Zellner. Zellner. She's, like, a bitch on wheels lawyer. Yeah. Although she didn't do anything. She didn't no, get him no. off. And did you know I work with someone who looks exactly like Bill from Mindhunter? Hell. I don't know his name. He just walks past me every day. He looks... I'm trying to take a picture. Oh, I should take a picture. You take it as a picture. He looks just like Bill from Mindhunter. Oh, boy. 
looking forward to those, looking forward to new albums. Yeah, hopefully there's some good movies. Hopefully, I think for 2019, we just wish for everyone to have a fun-filled year. Yeah. Injury-free. Injury-free. Stress-free. Stress-free. Let's get this wedding over with. You yeah. know? I'm excited for that, but I'm just like, how does everyone know what to do? Yeah, and if you're listening to our podcast because you have time on the holidays and, yeah. you know, you're one of our dear and near and dear. If you spent an hour 40 listening to us babble on about best of the year. Fucking respond to our RSVPs, guys. Like, we have the dopest menu you've ever seen. Legit. Yeah, it's the barley hard. vegan meal is actually really good. So this album dropped in October. Uh, Boy Genius, super obsessed with it over the last three weeks that John introduced it to me. They were just at the Danforth Music Hall, like oh, the fuck. week that John introduced them to us. No. Um, and the review I just read said, some kind of special kind of magic. Oh. And I'm like, oh, man. Um, but the band of the year um, is Boy Genius. And the song of the year is one of my favorites. It's called Bite the Hand. We might as well do it. Um, it's from their amazing uh, LP, or EP, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's incredible. And it's perfect to listen to on a cold, crisp night. So always get in contact with our asses. Facebook.com slash live605. You'll see the uh, full list up there. Click on it. Tell us your top tens, everything, what you loved and hated. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. I'll post my shit there, too. I'm at Val Gomez 23. And we hope you had a great holidays. It is now 2019. So Hey, yo. Until next week, I am your podcaster, John. I am Val. Easy. Happy New Year. I can't love you how you want me to I can't love you how you want me to
John Mallon and Val Gomez.